0: Thanks for joining us again for the Open Bible Podcast, where we bring Bible truths to basic principles. I'm your host, Richard Moses, and I'm so thankful that you've decided to join us for another episode of the podcast. If you haven't already, follow us on Twitter at the Open Bible Pod, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and give us a rating so that we can help more people bring Bible truths to basic principles. Today, we continue in a series called Continuing in the Word of God. Today's Topic is our future defined by the Bible, and with me in studio once again is the pastor of Open Bible Baptist Church, George Riddell. Pastor, it's great to have you again in studio.
1: Hey, it's great to be here, and a uh, little chilly out this morning.
0: A little chilly, but I love it. Yeah. It was awesome. We had a uh, men's breakfast today. Um, we had like 40 men from Open Bible show up.
1: Yeah, that's great. We had a
0: What'd you have? So we had eggs, we had bacon, sausage, pancakes, and hash browns.
1: You didn't bring me anything. Well, I was praying, and in the word, you guys were out there gallivanting all over the place and just having a great time. We ran out of food, actually. Well, that's not good. No, actually, we didn't run out of food. I'm just kidding. Oh, we just ran out
0: of leftovers. I like guess I should say it that way. Oh, there, was, hmm. there wasn't very many leftovers.
1: I guess
0: it's a good thing I didn't come then, huh? No, it's not a good thing you didn't come. Hmm. It's always more fun when you're there. Hmm. You're the life of the party. Oh yeah, come that's, on, that's my middle name. Don't make me feel bad here. <laughs> Let's okay. Anyway. <laughs> Let's continue in the Word of God, would you?
1: Yep. Can we do that? Yep.
0: All right, folks, we're... uh... We're continuing our series today, continuing in the Word of God, our future defined by the Bible. That's today's topic. We've already looked at our heartbeat for the Word of God. We've also looked at our boldness for the Word of God, and this morning we're going to look at our future defined by
1: the Word of God. So when we talk about the future, what do we mean? Well, it it could be uh, as short as what's next, or -hmm. it could be as far out as the next millennium. Wow. Wow. Um, but for Open Bible, for us here, uh, it's it's both. Okay, um, we want to look at what is next, okay, and then what is going to outlast our lifetime. So we, when we say the future of Open Bible or our future defined by the Bible for Open Bible, it's what's coming up next, and then what is going to outlast us for the next generations. So it's about investing in the next generation of Christian
0: young people. Um, This morning, I was encouraged. Again, we'll we'll talk about the breakfast as long as it's not a hard spot in your uh, heart right now. Um, This morning, I was so encouraged by all of the young people that were there. Uh, there It's just an
1: empty stump part in my stomach, that's all. (laughs) Okay,
0: (laughs) moving on. Um, There was like a little bonfire set up because it was a little chilly when we started this morning. And, um, you know, all the guys that were... uh, 10 years old or younger, that was like their spot. They loved mm-hmm. it. They were throwing stuff in the fire. Um, they loved to to talk about different things around the fire, I guess. I don't know. But it was so encouraging to see those guys because I, I did. I looked at them and I thought, man, that's the future of Open Bible. That's the future of Christians here in Williamstown. Yep. Um, there was a couple teenagers there this morning. I think of Mikey Cooper. I think of Ty Austin. I think of uh, Jalen Smith and others that were there. And it was so encouraging to see not only older, seasoned Christian young Christian men, but then also young, vibrant Christian men there today um, ready for the future, and our future is defined by the Bible, yeah. not necessarily our plans, but it's God's plans.
1: Yeah, and I don't think that I would be fit for the office of the pastor if I was not thinking of the future for Open Bible. I wouldn't be caring for the flock. I, sure. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, the future of Open Bible is on my mind every day. right every day I'm thinking about the future of the open Bible what's next and what is uh, in the, uh, coming up um, right. 10 years from now 15 years from now I'm thinking about the future after uh, I'm no longer a pastor here mm-hmm. um, to be able to help uh, set the church up for the next pastor mm-hmm. uh, in the coming generations so um, and I believe that it's it's biblical to right. think about the future Jeremiah 2911. It says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Mm-hmm. That expected end is the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and so God has our lives uh, planned out, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. very loose uh, in, in air brackets, for us. Right, right. I mean, obviously, we've got a free will, right? Sure. Um, But he knows our future. Uh, Proverbs 16.3 says, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Thy Mm -hmm. thoughts are thy plans, right? God's future plans. So I think it's important for us to have our future defined by the Bible. Absolutely. You know, many of us think about retirement. We think about, you know, um, grandkids. We think about all those things. Uh And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh But we need to have it based in the
0: Word of God. Yeah. And it needs to be something that is intentional and not that you just let happen to yourselves. Um, I think that some people, especially young people, my age and a little bit older, I know this happens to me, so I know it happens to other people. We get so consumed with the day to day. We get so consumed with, man, we are just so busy. I'm barely making it. Um, we live paycheck to paycheck oftentimes, and it's difficult to feel like we're getting, uh, ahead. Um, but it takes some intentionality of really studying the word of God and saying, all right, God, what is it that you want for our family? What is it you want for our marriage? What is it you want for our finances? And then how do we live that out? Um, so our, if we let our future happen, it, it will happen. Mm-hmm. But it may not happen the way that God intended it, it to happen. And not because God is not at work and God's moving, but because we weren't obedient Christians in following after the word of God. We got so consumed with our day-to-day life that we we failed to stop and think about, okay, God, what is it that you want for us? How do we move forward? Let us study this out and figure out what the future is holds for us and our family.
1: You know what I find interesting? If you look in the word of God, God's planned out the future. All yeah. you got to do is read the last book, right? That's so true. We don't have all the details, yeah. but God also has a what's next future yep. um, for all of us. And that's what I want to talk about uh, today. I want to talk about, you know, by God's grace, um, I'm trying to set up what's next future that will lead us into uh, the future generations to help further the future generations here at Open Bible.
0: Yeah, there's a lot that can be said, and there's a lot that's on the horizon, um, and we're excited to dive into that today with you guys. But before we do that, let's take a minute and uh, do our Richard Mandel Minute. All right. I love this part, man. Yeah, this is great. This I, is I don't Rich- ever know what you're going to do. <laughs> hey, you're messing up my intro. I know. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's away. okay. Hey, sorry. Oh, this okay. is the Richard Riddell Minute where we talk about <laughs> everyday life things. We hope that you're excited to hear about what we're going to talk about today. All right, Pastor, I'm going to go through some brands with you today, and I All want right. you to tell me between these brands what you would choose. All right. Okay. Let's go. Coke or Pepsi? Uh, Coke. All right. Amazon or Apple? Oh, man. Um, Apple. All right. Sonic or Burger King? Burger King. Burger King all day. All right. Here we go. L.L. Bean or Ralph Lauren? L.L. Bean. All right. Toyota or Chevy? Toyota. All right. This is going to be the last one. Are you ready? Yeah. Hilton or Marriott? Marriott.
1: Marriott? Why? Why do you like Marriott so much? I don't. I just don't know that I like Hilton because of the first few letters in it. (laughs) Okay, you don't like HIL? No. Okay,
0: all right. No. Well, we it, it, it gets me. We're not going to no. go there. All no. right, folks. Hey, if you ever want to know what to buy, this guy, Coke, Marriott Hotels, <laughs> L.L. Bean. Man, that's just where yeah, it's yeah. at. A
1: Toyota, maybe. Who hey, knows? Yeah, yeah. Maybe a Tundra. Who knows? All right. <laughs> that's been the Rich and Riddell Minute. Hey, I forgot to tell you. Nice haircut.
0: Looks good, man. Yeah, if you're watching the video version of this, you can see that I'm not a ugly mutt anymore. Yeah, you're looking like a stud. Hey, my hey. wife liked it. So. Yeah, hey,
1: that's all that matters, man.
0: They told me this is called a gentleman's cut, so Ooh. I guess I went next level. I don't know. Yeah, you're a gentleman now. All right, so we're talking about our future defined by the Bible. We're talking about the future specifically of Open Bible Baptist Church defined by the Bible, and as pastor, I know you've shared your heart with the staff many times that you've poured over the Word of God, and you've really spent much time in prayer about what the future looks like. We're in very uh, interesting times. Yeah. Um, and we don't necessarily know what the future of our country holds, but we know that the future of the country politically or, um, you know, whoever's in the white house or who's not in the white house does not determine the future of the church. Correct. Um, Jesus Christ determines the future of the church. And as the shepherd of open Bible, um, he's given you clear vision about what the future of open Bible has. Um, so why don't you start unpacking this a little bit for us and tell us what our future is defined by the Bible.
1: Um, sure for for many years uh, we've had here at open Bible vision Sunday mm-hmm. uh, really for and for the past ten years I have been laying out different themes mm-hmm. you know that that our church would um, get a hold of there's some objectives some goals that we would have that we'd like to accomplish throughout the year okay but this coming year is going to be different all right um and we are going to, uh, as a church, we're going to gather and we're going to start looking at a new decade Mm. of ministry together. Wow. Yes. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay out what I would like to see accomplished in uh, five-year segments, and Mm. then we're going to break it down into then for that year. Okay. Okay. Um, we're going to have, obviously, outreach goals, staffing goals, ministry goals, fa- facility goals, uh, world mission goals. I mm-hmm. mean, so we're going to go through the different areas of the ministry of Open Bible and set up what we would like to see uh, maybe in five-year segments, 10-year segments, or, and, you know, an overarching, um, I guess I like the term umbrella, mm-hmm. and then laying that out. In five years, this is what we'd like to say accomplish. But in this year, this is how we're going to... For example, if I said, I want to accomplish 100,000 doors in five years. Mm-hmm. So for 2021, um, matter of fact, that is one of our goals. Yeah. Um, 2021, well, that means we've got to do what if that's a five-year goal?
0: You got to do 25,000 doors. Well, 20,000 doors, sorry. 20,000 doors. 20,000 doors. Yeah, 20,000 doors. 20, doors. Yeah, 20, doors. So whether that be um, uh, door knocking or a mailer or... Uh, right. you know, stow and go type ministry. We just want our church's name to be at twenty thousand homes. Yes. By the end of twenty twenty. Correct. Totally. Or 2021. So we yeah. or 2021. Excuse yeah. me. So we break it down like this. You know, Easter would be coming up, so we definitely would invite you know between three and five thousand folks to right. Easter. Our, our VBS would be coming up. Sure. We'd invite three or five thousand folks to Easter. Our, our Christmas Eve service would be coming up, so we would invite three to five thousand folks to Easter so or to uh, Christmas Eve. So just with those three events right there, we've already invited over ten thousand people. Correct. And then we've got several thousand more that are just going to be generic, regular church invitations. Just come on Sunday to church.
1: You know, if we want to see our church grow, um, it says that it takes a 1,000 guests a year coming mm-hmm. through your door to, mm-hmm. to be able to capture um, um, about 100 people. Yep. You're looking about 10%. Yep. And that's just to be able to keep up with people moving and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Well, and by God's grace, uh, over
0: the last couple of years, for those of you that care, um, uh, from the numbers that we have, we're averaging about a 22 to 25 percent retention rate, which mm-hmm. is which is great. Mm-hmm. It's very, very good for churches. But we just want to see more people come to Open Bible. Right. Um, even this last week, I, I spent a day up in um, Connecticut at a conference just finding out how we can better reach people where they are at. It was actually really interesting. Some of the things that we, that we learned. Um, but it wasn't just so I could get away (laughs) because it wasn't (laughs) relaxing at all, but, um, it was because we wanted to reach more people with the gospel in Williamstown. We really want people, our future defined by the Bible is people coming to Christ, getting saved and then being discipled. And the only way they do that is to get inside of our church, Right. right? To get inside of our system.
1: So outreach goals, staffing goals, I mean, I, I think it would be good for us to, you know, we, we look at this as a church, but if we asked a personal question, where do you want to be in, in five years Yeah, in your relationships, in your spiritual walk, in your marriage, in your finances, in your education, in your job. See, if you don't plan for the future, your future will be planned for you. So true. And so we have to take a look just personally, like personally, we've got to plan, you know, um, and the church we have to plan, Mm -hmm. um, And though a lot of things in the church are organic, that doesn't mean that they're unorganized. Right, right, right. So um, uh, I think the Bible talks to this very specifically about what we need to do, planning for the future. What's it say in Matthew 6.33, right? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Mm -hmm. and all these things shall be added unto you. Mm -hmm. You know, um, for us personally, if we don't plan, we might Maybe, hopefully, drift into a better place. Right. But if we do plan and we seek God's kingdom first, we can, you know, you start with your spiritual walk. This is where I want to be. Um, Because if our church is going to plan for the future, us as individuals, we have to plan for the future because we are the church.
0: Yeah. The way you kind of set your life up is, you know, Jesus Christ is the head of everything that you do. Yep. And then he's given you a family. To lead. So you've got to plan that family well, or you're never going to be able to plan your life well within the church. Um, and so just like, let's say somebody, I just talked to somebody this morning that is going back to school to get a master's degree. Let's say that, Hey, they wanted to go get a master's degree. Um, and let's say it's going to cost them $25,000. Um, If they never plan to start saying, okay, I'm going to start putting this much money aside every year, every year, every year so that I can pay off this master's degree, they're going to come to the end of it and owe $25,000, not because they didn't have the money, but because they poorly planned. Correct. And we don't want to be at a place where in five to 10 years we come and we say, wow, we've had uh, 20,000 new homes built in Williamstown, and um, we had no plan to reach those homes with the gospel. So they're just there. But we've never been able to reach them.
1: And you know, I think that we've got to look at the generations, the mm-hmm. different generations, and we've got to plan to reach them where they're at.
0: Absolutely we do. For
1: example, the senior saints, a lot of them, and some of them are techie. Right. You know, but most of them, because they didn't grow up with that, right, are not as tech savvy. So how are we going to reach them? You know what works for them? Mail. Yep. They, they they're used to getting their mail. Yep. You know. Um, uh, but the younger generation, you know what works for them? podcasts. Yeah. You know, um, text message. Yeah. Uh, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so we've got to be able to do both. I'm caught in the middle, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I like tech, but I also don't mind the, uh, hard copy mail either. Doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't bother me. And you know, the older I get, the less I'm going to be probably growing up in the new technology, you know, because, but we've still, I still have to, as pastor, have to plan for the future. That's why I bring younger guys around me like yourself, Mm -hmm. because I don't know about these things, but you can say, Mm -hmm. hey, pastor, here here we go. This is how we can reach these kids, or this is how we can reach these teens, or this is how we can reach these young adults.
0: Yeah, and we don't necessarily want to be... The latest and the greatest and the coolest, we just want to be able to use everything that God has given us to be able to share the gospel because our future defined is a gospel-centered future. Sure. Um, all the scripture that we've talked about today has really showed us that it's your responsibility to plan, to do all the work that you can, and let let God do what he's going to do.
1: You got to remember, And Jer- I started off with Jeremiah 29. Remember, yeah. Jeremiah was the weeping prophet because his people, his people that he was ministering to... Did not listen to the warnings that he was giving, mm-hmm. and they were in, uh, in captivity. That's so. Good. And and God says, "I know the future plans. I've got an expected end. Yeah, he yeah. thinks good thoughts towards us. He wants the best for us. But that does not negate the fact that if we plan our future without God, it's doomed for failure. But if we plan our future with God, He is going to help us reach our full potential." For his glory and for our good.
0: Well, folks, that's been our future defined by the Bible. We hope that you will get in on everything that's happening at Open Bible Baptist Church. To stay up to date with us, follow us on social media at the Open Bible Pod or give us an email at podcast at openbiblenj.org. We're excited to continue to bring you this content next week and share it. Give us a like, give us a rating so that we can help more people. Bring Bible truths to basic principles.